And we are back on the WeezeCast uh, for the quarterfinals of the Monte Carlo Masters. Uh, we were able to cash our last ticket on Danny Evans, who easily dispatched of Herkaz in straight sets. Uh, really breezed through that match. Herkaz hung around till 4-4 in the first set, and then it was the one-way Danny Evans Express from that point on. Uh, Danny Evans went on to beat Djokovic today, believe it or not, in straight sets. Uh, so some proper wind in his sails at the moment. Uh, not sure how he was able to pull that one off, but good on you, mate. Uh, let's turn our attention to these quarterfinal matches. Uh, we've got the aforementioned Danny Evans playing against David Goffin. We've got Tsitsipas against Davidovich Fokina. We have Rublev facing off against Nadal. And the last quarter is Casper Ruud against Fabio Fonini. Uh, so I'll give Leans and some quick thoughts on, on all these, uh, and then we're going to focus in on, on one match here and uh, also a, a parlay that I think is probably pretty safe and at least, uh, at least pretty well-priced. Uh, so let, let's just have a look at this Fognini-Rude match. Uh, so Rude's 2-0 against Fognini head-to-head. Uh, the last one I know for a fact, Fognini was not in any kind of form. Uh, you know, Fognini is, is an interesting, eccentric character uh, who really may put more time into styling his hair than he does practicing. Um, but that's not to say that he isn't top class on clay. Uh, you know, and that really is where I see him. Uh, there's very few players that can hit with Nadal on the clay, and Fonini is one of them. And, you know, he's got plenty of this up and down, kind of mixed effort, mixed results. Uh, you know, he'll, he'll definitely mail it in from time to time. Uh, but one thing about, about Fonini is he really does get up for the big events, and the Monte Carlo Masters uh, really is that. Uh, it is one of the most prestigious clay events there is, uh, and he, him being a clay player, uh, being a competitor, being, uh, you know, how absorbed he is with his self-image, I think he really does want to win at these big events. Um, so, you know, he's had a pretty good start to this tournament. Uh, he took Kekmanovic, 6-2, 7-5. Uh, who else did he play here? Then he, then he took Krajunovic. Uh, that was what six two seven six, uh, and Rude has had some question marks about health lately. Uh, if you look back in the Australian Open, he actually retired against Rublev two sets into that match. Uh, there were some, you know, some different question marks around that retirement, given that you couldn't really tell. He had just played a really competitive tiebreaker in the second set. And the next thing you know, he's walking into the locker room. Um, and then he had a walkover uh, just this past week uh, against Vera. He pulled out of that tournament as well. Uh, so between the fact that I think Fonini is priced you know, at, at, at a level that shows that he's probably not in his top form, which, which he isn't, um, but being a competitor, he is being the you know really possessing that level of tennis on clay that he has, and going into an event with the prestige behind it of the Monte Carlo Masters. Uh, I think I have a definite uh, definite lean on Fonini here, and uh, the price on that match uh, you can get Fonini at plus one twenty. Uh, so I, I think that's value. I think he's definitely at least uh, you know he's definitely better than a coin flip to be rude, and we're getting an underdog price. 
Uh, so always love those situations. Uh, and then the other play I wanted to discuss here would be a, a simple parlay with Tsitsipas playing against Davidovich Fokina. Uh, Tsitsipas has had, uh, for me, enough of a break since Miami. Uh, he seems to have picked up on the clay quick. His results have been solid, straight sets, most of them 6-4. I think he had a 6-3 in there against Karatsev. Uh, but he really showed up and came under fire immediately. I mean, he was playing Karatsev, um, you know, in the, in the first round of this tournament. Uh, Karatsev had just blown Massetti off the court. Uh, so that was not an easy way to make your clay debut, uh, especially switching from hard. And uh, the next round he met Garin, another top 20 or so clay specialist. I uh, was able to beat him 6-3, 6-4 as well. Uh, so it's... You know, from what I can tell, Tsitsipas has really picked up nice here on the clay in Monte Carlo. Uh, you know, sometimes with guys like Tsitsipas or Rublev or Medvedev, you have to worry about them tiring out at times in the season just because they're winning so many matches. And in tennis, when you win, you play the next day. And, you know, you might enter three or four tournaments in a month, not necessarily expecting to go to the final of all of them. But if you win enough matches, uh, you know, you're really coming into some of these pretty wounded and... The only way you get tired and worn down is when you've done a lot of winning. So the price is usually uh, favoring you pretty significantly. Uh, but you guys know, uh, you know, you guys have been listening to this before. You know, we aim to target picking against wounded players. Uh, I guess my point here is that Tsitsipas seems fresh. He seems adjusted to clay. And he's just a hand over fist better than Davidovich Fokina. Uh, Davidovich Fokina, I mean... Can't say enough about how well he's played. Uh, maybe he is starting to, to get a little bit more mentally consistent, uh, which I think really is the, the thing that he was lacking. Um, you know, he, he really doesn't have the temperament, but if you wanted to make a comparison with his game, I would say David Ferrer. Um, you know, it's the same kind of game that Davidovich possesses, the ability to hit both shots, both flat, both, uh, you know, with some margin and spin, to both sides of the court. I mean, he's really a versatile player, a good athlete, good competitor, uh, a little bit of a nut job still, uh, but I think he is he is maybe getting there. Uh, Tsitsipas is going to have no trouble uh, in this match tomorrow. Uh, so he's minus 385, so he's going to be the first leg of our parlay. Uh, and the second level of our parlay is going to be on the women's side, actually. There's a WTA event going on this week in Charleston. And we're going to take Clara Tawson in her match uh, against Serrano Osorio. Uh, Tawson has been just incredible this year. Um, and the odds makers are very on to her. Uh, she's very young, uh, young Dane, 18 years old, um, just cracked the top 100 in her ranking. Uh, she's playing against uh, Osorio. Uh, who's actually ranked only 35 slots worse from her at 135, but Tossin is minus 330 in this match. So the odds makers really are on to her. Um, I did watch her highlights from the last round. She's been playing great tennis this week. Uh, she blew Samsonova and Tamjanovic off the court, and those are some pretty capable clay opponents. Uh, Samsonova, uh, you're going to hear a lot about uh, Samsonova on the Weezcast going forward because I see a very bright future for her. She's got a huge game very capable opponent, uh, but Tawson really, you know, after after one clay loss to adjust uh, after her hard court season, uh, she's picked up really nicely here, uh, beating two really high quality opponents and, and wiping them off the court. 
6164 for Tamjanovic and 6363 for Samsonova. Uh, so Osorio, on the other hand, you know, has been been doing some good things. Um, she looks like she actually made a final last week, um, but you guys know that's why we that's why we go against her here. Uh, so she played five matches last week, won the final in Bogota, then one day off. All of a sudden, she's in another tournament in Charleston, squeaking by uh, 7-5 in the third set in her first round, 7-6 in the third set in her second round. Uh, That match was almost three hours. So we've got another opponent with a pretty rough setup running into a super hot, fresh player. Uh, I will say, I say fresh. The caveat is that she did have her leg pretty taped up, um, but... You know, she she was able to get through that match pretty fine. The odds makers are not scared. I mean, her odds shortened, uh, you know, showing you, I think, the even at that price that seems like a crazy favorite, given the ranking differential of only 35. You know, the fact that Tawson's price is coming in, I think, gives me a little bit more confidence as well. Uh, so anyway, that's a long-winded way of saying we're going to parlay Tawson uh, with Tsitsipas. Uh, that's going to pay 180, and those are our two plays, so... Get some sleep, wake up early, and and let's have some winners uh, in Monte Carlo. Uh, 